Well, welcome to The Thinking Tree, the podcast to help believers renew their minds and reform their hearts. I'm Adam Sanchez. And I'm Jeff No. And today we're taking on the topic of asking questions. All right. So Jeff, today we're taking on the topic of asking questions. We want to unpack that. We're going to ask a lot of questions about, about asking, asking questions, questions right, right. which is going to be great. Right. And so here's the main question for today. Why should Christians ask questions? That's what we want to unpack. That's you, a question for me. That's a question. You don't have to unpack the whole thing <laughs> all at once, but we're going to be unpacking that bit by bit Yeah, well, uh, as we go through today's episodes. So we want to discuss that. Uh, as you think about the importance of asking questions, maybe maybe share with with our audience what you've seen in ministry, maybe mm. particularly. Yeah, I mean, uh, asking questions should be a natural part of the Christian life because you think about it, we have committed our lives to Christ, right? We have this loyalty, we have this true citizenship in heaven. We've died to ourselves, so why? That's <laughs> you know, a great question, right? yeah. If we're, if we're committed in that way, why? Well, we should know the answer to that question. So it requires asking questions even of ourselves to mm-hmm. say, okay, and we should be inquisitive about this, always seeking to know God more, always seeking to organize our understanding of theology to test what we think we know, uh, to clarify what is true and what is not. Yeah. So that at the end of the day, we can say, well, this is why I believe. And this is why I have committed my life to the cause of Christ. This is why I'm committed to the kingdom. Yeah. But it, it takes not just swallowing facts or just, or hearing but not listening, but but hearing and then asking good questions and mm. saying, why do I believe this? So that should be, a, I think, a natural part of the Christian experience. That's good. Uh, we'll, we'll dig in a little bit more into the why and then even the what do I do with it okay. in just a second. But I want to piggyback off of what you were just talking about, the the inquisitive nature of both asking about God and who he is and what his plan is, and even the inquisitive aspect of our own selves. You know, like, why am I doing this? Why right. do I respond this way? And I think about the reality of us all having a lack. Like Hmm. that's to me, as I think about the importance of asking questions, somebody who doesn't ask questions assumes they have the answer. Mm -hmm. So somebody who asks a question already has the the posture and the position of saying, I don't have everything Hmm. I need to know. Yeah. So now I think about the humility that a Christian should have to say, I don't know everything about God. I mean, like I don't, you've studied more than I have and you say almost every Sunday, at least if not every Sunday, at least once a month, I have so many questions. Like that's yeah, one of the literal right. quotes that you have. All the time. I have so right. many questions. Right, right. Because you're, you have this thirst for knowing more about God, knowing more about what we are to do, and even knowing more about history mm-hmm. and what God has done. Yeah. That, that inquisitive nature, that humble posture, that is what we should all have as we both try to understand God and try to understand who, who we are, who we ought to be, and right. even why we do the things that we do. But it takes that posture of humility. So as I think about it, that's kind of my, just my own two cents about the the posture of those, uh, you know, that inquisitive nature. It's taking the position of saying, I don't have all the facts. I right. don't know everything. So I need to ask questions. And if we do that, that puts us in a really good position yeah. to to then get to that next step of what you're talking about of, okay, now why do I believe it? Right. Why is this, right. is this, 
true, like absolute right. truth, or is this an application of truth? Or and we get to that next stage, but we got to have that that posture first of asking yeah. the questions. Well, you, and you and you said knowledge of self, knowledge of God. That that's Calvin's formula mm-hmm. for everything, right? It is a bottomless well yeah. uh, that we can seek after in terms of knowing our own hearts and then searching the scriptures. You never get tired. You never yeah. you never come to the sum of of everything in scripture. So you just keep seeking and keep asking questions so that you can then feel more confident. This is what I believe in why. Yeah. 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 You know, the, so that juxtaposition, right, of the humble posture of asking questions versus the prideful arrogance of saying, I have all the answers. Right, right. I think of Proverbs 18, 13, and the one who gives an answer before he hears, you know, mm. it's his folly and his shame. If, if somebody's listening to this and like, I don't need to ask questions, I would, call, I would just question them. <laughs> I would ask them a question. Say, do you, do you not need to answer, ask questions because you have all the answers? Mm. You know, what is your rationale? That's what right. I would ask a person who says, you know, I don't need to ask questions. Say, right. well, is it because you know all things? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there's only one person who right. does. It's an actual quality. It's a characteristic right. of an, an omniscient God that we don't have, we don't have that ability. Mm. So I think about that dynamic of having the posture of asking questions keeps us from being prideful and it keeps us from living out that foolish arrogance mm. that Proverbs eighteen thirteen talks about, just answering, answering, yeah. answering without hearing Yeah, amen. and the blessing of being able to hear. So let's talk, before we talk about the the beliefs and, and then what we do with those, let's real quick, what are some of the dangers of, Assumptions. What are some of the dangers of just not asking questions, just saying, I know this, I got the answer? Yeah, well, there's a lot of them. We all come with certain biases and presuppositions. We think we know what we know, but those are often rooted in, not in truth, but in what we were raised with, what our, mm. what we were taught in some church somewhere or yeah. our background, and we bring all that stuff to the table. So that's why we have to keep asking questions and then we have to ask ourselves this question, which is, am I really listening? <laughs> am I really open to learning? Yeah. Or the danger is, is that I get so uh, stubborn and hard-headed and rooted in what I think I know, my preformed opinions or my, we call them presuppositions, right? right? That we, we really are, we become unteachable. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. I don't know if I have much to add about that uh, other than just say amen. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's a terrible place to be, to be unteachable, yeah. to have those rash responses, the foolish, just the foolhardiness of saying, I know best right. without careful consideration. It doesn't mean that every situation needs like 10 hours. Right. <laughs> you know, we're not advocating that necessarily, but it shouldn't be that every situation is instant. Yeah. That, oh, I just know the right thing all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone has that. So there, there's immense danger in so many different ways. Yeah, we could talk about a lot of the different dynamics. But as a, as a believer, we're not saying that in an emergency situation, you can't act. That's, mm. that's not the kind of thing we're talking about right. here. We're talking about careful consideration over important issues right. that need time. Yeah. So not saying like if you see somebody running into the street that you don't stop them. Well, let me think about all the things <laughs> that could happen. We're not saying that. Right. We're saying when it comes to matters of importance, we need to spend the time. Yep. Think, consider, read, ask questions. Yep. Uh, and not just have rash response. Yep. So okay. So you were mentioning the importance of getting to the point of beliefs, getting to the points of mm-hmm. convictions, and what do we do? Maybe spend, share a little bit more about that. About what what those questions lead to. Hmm. Well, I mean, ultimately, in all things, we need to be able to um, ask questions. Really, for I'll give you I'll give you two paths on this. Number one is 
so that we ourselves can become equipped mm. to walk in a manner worthy of Christ. Mm-hmm. Colossians 1, yeah. right? Let me just read this. Paul says to the church in Colossae, we've not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge mm-hmm. of his will, that's one, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, and then the purpose clause, so that you will walk in a manner worthy yeah. of the Lord. So how do we gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding? Well, personal study, uh, listening to sound teaching, and then asking good questions so that you continue that growth process. And that leads you then to walk in a way where you're continually growing in maturity. Yeah. So part of it is for ourselves, but then the other side of it is to be equipped to respond to others when they have questions. Mm-hmm. So to, to always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that we have. So That's we're good. asking good questions, we're learning, we're gaining wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of God's will so that when people come and they seek, they're seeking truth and we recognize that in them, we're like, awesome, bring it, yeah. let's go. And, and, and you ask me questions, hey, I'll ask you questions, we can learn from each other, but we're going to, we're going to spur one another on in this process of asking questions and growing in, in understanding. Yeah, that's so good that you mentioned those two aspects of that personal growth and then really the application in the body of Christ or with families, right. the one another's in right. that. And I think of I think of Titus 2 as, as another great example in that same vein. Mm. So in Colossians and then also in Ephesians chapter 4, Paul's talking about that being built up and growing in wisdom, growing in knowledge right. and growing in love right. as well. And then in Titus 2, we see kind of the application of that when he speaks to the older women and the older men. Yeah. And he's, he's reminding them both to walk with those who are younger. Um, he, you know, he talks about the older men to be sound in faith. And how do you become sound in faith? How do you become sound in doctrine? Uh, that comes by the things you mentioned, mm-hmm. by right. being around good teaching, mm-hmm. by or not being around it, listening. Right, <laughs> right. Good teaching, listening and learning. Asking good questions right. Right. about the teaching, seeking to understand it, and then yeah. personal study and reading. Right. Um, you know, this being sound in faith, that's how that's going to come about. It's not osmosis. It doesn't just happen. Right. That's, it, it's also not something we can manufacture of ourselves, right. but God gives us the ability to excel still more. Right. That's the blessing of, of sanctification. So I think about that dynamic in Titus 2 for the older men to be sound in faith. Uh, for, for older women, uh, you know, it, it reminds um, older women, he says, likewise, um, when Paul's speaking, and what's so neat about that is it comes right after the older men. So older men give these qualifications, temperate, dignified, sensible, sound mm. in faith, love, perseverance. He says older women likewise. Mm. He doesn't say like, oh, there's totally different. You know, older women are totally different than older men. They are different. <laughs> and he does give different uh, uh, encouragements and exhortations to men and women. But he speaks to the, to the older women in a, hey, do this and. Mm. And we see even like Peter does that too when he's talking to men and women um, in, in his first epistle. Uh, where they, they use that terminology likewise and similarly um, uh, to to express this unity of Christian thought. Yeah. So it's not just oh, only men do these things. There are unique things that are only for men and sure. only for women. We better handled maybe on uh, <laughs> on your unshakable series. But, <laughs> but for the sake of, of tonight, I think that's a, a great passage. If, if we have somebody listening who's like, I, what does that look like? As Jeff is talking about. Um, you know, growing in wisdom and knowledge and being able to study, what does that look like applied in the church? Yeah. I would say, hey, go to Titus 2, read through and see the call for the older men, the call for the older women, the call for the younger women, the call for the younger men, and look at how they are to be 
pursuing, uh, you'll see doctrine all over the place in Titus 2, and and that is leading them to good works. Yep. And so those good works then yeah. that, that Paul's talking about, yep. being equipped for every good work, yep. uh, is seen there. Yeah. By the way, only two genders mentioned there in Titus 2. There, there are only two, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to take us on a rabbit trail, but <laughs> two genders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but isn't that a great question too? I mean, we, we, we've seen that question asked so many times yeah. now across... Uh, whether it's in uh, in the political sphere, but even uh, in the latest Supreme Court nomination mm. hearing, what is a woman? Yeah. Um, now that's a question that, on the one hand, we can be really uh, just incredulous uh, about that question, and and understandably uh-huh. so. But it's another one where, w- if we can answer that well mm-hmm. as Christians, yeah. and we should be able right. to answer that well, right. then that will put to silence the the accusers essentially. Yeah. Uh, and they'll have nothing left to say. They may yeah. sneer, they may scoff. Right, uh, but you yeah, should have an answer. But there should be an answer right. that the Christian has. Correct. So asking good questions and not just being offended at the question. Maybe yes. that's a little a little side trail I'd love to take here. Yeah. Is sometimes people get really upset, like how dare you would ask me that? Right. Or how dare you would take the conversation here? Right. I think, well, there is, there is that component of questions could be rude. Questions yeah. could be uncaring and unloving. Sure. But we should also be open to entertaining good questions. Yeah. And even if we have to say, hmm, I don't know about that one. Hmm. Let me think about that. Yeah. Give me some time. Let me come back to you. If we have to rush to an answer, we're probably not even equipped to answer answer that question. Uh, If we're just trying to fill the space, like, I just got to have something to say. Right. Like I sit down with guys in discipleship and they'll ask some really thoughtful questions. Yeah. And there are many times where I'll say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to come back to you on that one. I want more time to think and give you a good answer. And I want to. I want time to go back to the text. Yeah. I want time to go That's back wise. to God's word and yeah. say, let me give you a good, helpful answer, not just off the cuff. If yeah. I have one answer, I'll give it. If I don't, I got I to gotta take time. I got to study. I would say even if somebody asks you a, a question that's foolish, even rude, that's a great opportunity. Mm. Don't. Yeah, don't don't get emotional and shoot things down. If somebody's asking you a question where you now have a chance to explain something biblically, like even to explain why the why the question itself is foolish mm. and to point them back to scripture and say, Let me let me share with you what I think is truth about this. Yeah, don't don't get offended. Yeah. Answer questions. What if what if instead of getting offended, yeah, you ask questions about the person yeah. who's asking the question. Always. Right? That's one of the, the first things. Every, every time I talk to somebody about how to share your faith, more questions, less answers. Because mm. sometimes we get worked up and we're so excited to give answers because yeah. we practice our apologetics. And right. um, it's better to just ask clarifying questions and let the truth come out slowly and then you can direct the conversation. Amen. That's so good. Any other things you want to add here about questions before we try to wrap this up and connect it to why we're doing this episode? No, I just that be inquisitive. Mm. Don't don't float through life watching TikTok and <laughs> and, and and scrolling through Instagram yeah. uh, and 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 not that that's I'm not saying that that's necessarily evil, but it can be a waste of time. Yeah. Um spend the time seeking, searching, asking questions for things that matter. Uh, that will take you far in life, and it yeah. will, and it and it will take you far in your walk with the Lord to lay aside the non, lay aside more of the nonsense and pick up more of what really is going to matter for eternity. Mm-hmm. That's really good. You know, earlier you 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 were emphasizing uh, as we were talking about not getting offended um, and just not having that be the gut reaction, right? And and I think about just as we're wrapping up here, I think about the importance of 
not rushing to judgment. Mm-hmm. And that, that really is the posture of asking questions mm-hmm. is not rushing to judgment and saying, oh, well, then that means you're this person or that right, means right. you believe this or that means or you're we a waste can't of time. share fellowship or yeah. that means yeah. you're just wasting my time right. and I shouldn't you know, throw pearls before swine. Right. We make those rash judgments in our heart and that probably would be the first caution that I would give somebody mm. is just don't make the rash judgments. Start with the questions so that you can make a, you can give a good answer or ask more questions. Right. You know, a question leads to another question. Right. Uh, Proverbs twenty this is a verse. Uh, uh, Proverbs twenty verse five is a verse we use often in counseling. Um, that the the man of understanding uh, draws out the deep waters of the heart. Mm. That a man of understanding doesn't do that because he understands the heart. He does it in the drawing process. Right. He does it by asking questions. Mm. He does it by inquiring. He does it by considering. He does mm. it by not by making declarations about a person, but by allowing the person's own heart to speak about what is going on inside. And earlier mm-hmm. you were mentioning, we got to ask questions of our own selves. Yep. Sometimes we need help to do that. Sometimes we need another brother or sister to walk alongside us to ask our own questions. And we're still the ones answering yeah. for ourselves. It's not somebody else answering for us. Um, but that is that is what faithful brothers and sisters do with one another. We're asking questions. We're drawing out our own hearts. But you know, more importantly, we're trying to understand who God is, what he has done in Christ, and what that means for us today. Mm. Uh, and those are those are wonderful things. So all in all, the purpose of this episode, and really this preliminary episode, the episode before the episodes. Mm. I don't know what we call it. It's pre-episode or the non-episode. The, the prequel to the season or something. <laughs> But the whole purpose is emphasizing this component of asking questions. We want the Thinking Tree to be known as a as a podcast that asks questions. Yeah, we're asking questions. We're discussing the answers. We're not saying these are the end all you know thoughts on the topic, but we're fleshing them out a little bit, giving some good consideration, uh, giving some experience, giving some biblical encouragements, trying to draw those things together to apply it. Uh, and asking questions along the way. And so this season, you're going to hear a lot of questions. You know, maybe it's like, how do you decide not to, to support a business? Mm. How, uh, what does it look like to live with the end or, or death in mind? Mm. How can I grow in responding to God with my whole self, including my emotions? Wow. I mean- We should talk about that. Those questions sound pretty decent, right? Yeah. And I would say to the listeners out there too, if you have questions that you're thinking, man, I really would love to to have this discussed on the Thinking Tree, please send those in. Uh, you can send that to my email. You can text me. If you don't know what that is, then you probably need to make a comment underneath the uh, <laughs> underneath the episode. You can try that out. Uh, but we do want to hear from you if you have questions to ask. We wanted this podcast to be a good spot to discuss things biblically, to ask good questions and have good conversations around it. Yep. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you. For yeah, joining us on this pre-episode episode tonight, episode. talking about asking questions. Uh, friends, we pray this conversation has helped you renew your minds and reform your hearts. We will see you next time on the first episode of season two, The Thinking Tree.